0: You're listening to the Colorado Cars and Coffee Podcast with me, John, Steve, Dan, and Terry. Here's a look at our uh, upcoming events.
1: Okay, what I got is this Saturday, December 26th, 5 p.m. There's a Christmas light parade for our seniors, and that's down in Parker. So meet at the Boondocks in Parker at 5, depart by 5.30. Uh, They're looking to make three different stops during the cruise to uh, different assisted living residents. Uh, they've been locked down for a long time now, uh, so the first location, Pine Grove Assisted Living Center, uh, the second location, Parker Adventist Hospital, and then they'll make their way down to Life Care Center of Stonegate. So that sounds pretty cool for this uh, Saturday. Check it out.
2: Yep. And also on so December twenty fifth at five thirty p.m. It's Save the Cowboy. Kiowa Christmas Cruise on Highway 86 in Kiowa. That's most of the information we have. So, if you're in Kiowa, we naturally assume you know exactly where that is.
1: Yeah, we we looked for an ad- address, and then we looked at the map of Kiowa, and we okay, we figured it out 86 kind of just runs through the small town, and we figured you know where, where where to go. So,
2: yes, we had a so- laugh at that
1: one so <laughs> last night. Look look at that.
2: Yep. yep so <laughs> there you go if you live in kiowa you know exactly where it is but that mm-hmm. is on Christmas day at 5 30 so I'll leave you in that area definitely go check it out
0: yeah, yeah for sure um so we have calendars for sale um, you want to talk about that Steve
2: uh
1: yeah sure we've um over the past couple of weeks we've been getting a lot of uh, photographer submissions we had over a hundred photos submitted to the contest. Uh, We narrowed it down to about 30, and then we put it out to the community on Instagram to have the community vote down to 15. We made a 15-month calendar versus a normal 12. Uh, They're not, you can buy it now, but you won't get it till probably mid-January based on shipping and post-Christmas shipping and stuff. So we gave you 15 months for a calendar. But huge thanks to all the photographers who submitted a photo. Uh, It was pretty cool having that contest. Uh, We had our, one of Radman's Ian put that all together and uh, just a a tremendous effort and all of the proceeds or profits will go to charity, a local charity, which is for us, go baby, go uh, uh, with the resource exchange down Colorado Springs. So go buy one and buy a couple, give one, keep one and give one to a friend. Uh, Thanks. That's all.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. All those photographers that just came together and brought that calendar together. It's just amazing.
1: And I'll, I'll place the link here in the comments real quick while you guys are talking. I'll sure.
0: Well, next we got is uh, F1 with Terry. Yeah, so real quick, it's so the season's over, but
2: there is a driver change for Red Bull, and most of you who follow it should know that Sergio Perez was let go of Racing Point at the end of the year, and he was picked up by Red Bull. So the, the A-team to replace Alex Albon. He'll partner with Max Verstappen starting next year. So honestly, that's a pretty good move. No offense to Alex Albon. He just wasn't cutting it for what Red Bull needed. If you're not familiar with F1, it is like, you know, there's, there's two drivers per team. So teammates technically will compete against each other. You know, your your goal is to beat your teammate no matter what. Also, your the other goal is to, especially for Red Bull, the top teams like Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, you know, even McLaren now are starting to get up there. Even Racing Point is to... Basically, you get the highest pole position you possibly can. Be very close to your teammate, if not right behind them on, you know, the grid, and to be able to support, etc. So that strategy happens. Unfortunately, Alex, he just couldn't cut it. I mean, most of the time he was qualifying in seventh, and his teammate was either qualifying third on the grid or second on the grid or pole. So when you got one car out there and your teammate is nowhere near to be sent, you know, found, you kind of are on your own. So it's a very good move. Check is really good at what, what he does. So they're definitely going to bring him in and we'll see what that brings next year. So that was definitely one of the things that was going to happen. I think every, everybody knew, but, you know, we'll see how that all plays out. So Alex is retained as a essentially like a SIM driver and he's going to be a reserve driver for, for for Red Bull for next year. So he's not gone from the team. He's just going to be there doing sim work. And if anybody gets sick or they're going to do some testing, they actually put in a reserve driver.
1: Uh, do you see what uh, Nicholas had to say about Albon? He's going back to Mario Kart. Oh, we talked about this last night Terry. You yes. said he was going to get a, a SIM driver, right? Yeah.
2: So basically if you followed F1 for a lot of years that I have, they used to the test mm-hmm. continually. They would actually create, entire test teams with, with, with their racing, you know, you know, team and they would just test and test and test. So right about basically 2003, the FIA basically said, you guys really can't do that no more because basically costs were spiraling further because, you know, you have the big teams like Ferrari and, you know, Red Bull, etc. Williams at the time, you know, they were just spending money to do this. And the smaller teams just, you know, they couldn't keep up. So because of that, most F1 teams, almost every single F1 team finds a way around little rules and one of them was, was SIM. So they started doing SIM work where they would actually test the car, test the, you know, the projected tires, the track, the temperatures, you know, changes, etc., and see how they translate it in the SIM and then see how they work on a track. And then also on the flip side of that, in free practice one, they get the data feedback from what the drivers are telling them, you know, what the car's telling them, all the data, and they plug some of those changes into the sim. So then that sim driver can run these updates or changes that the team thinks might prove to give tens of a second faster mm-hmm. in the car. So they they do that. So basically sim racing, sim testing, replaced their live testing that they used to be able to do. So that's really taken off over the years since two thousand twelve. So, 2003 so they do have dedicated sim racers that literally, you know, that's what they do and they will actually do extensive testing too when they're allowed to basically the beginning of the season before the season preseason at Barcelona. They do a lot of testing. Usually what you see are the team's sim, sim drivers that will will take out, you know, the, the cars and see what's what changes that they're going to propose for the, the following year or test the new car for for the new race year. Mm-hmm. But in a nutshell, that's really what it is. So it's very interesting. You know, and a lot of the drivers, it kind of benefits if you look at it, you know, um, Daniel Kofiat was a basically SIM driver and a reserve driver for for Ferrari when he was dropped from Toro Rosso. And then they brought him back and he had a pretty good year, but he got dropped again. It happens in F1. That's the way it is. And then even um, Ocon was a SIM development driver as well for a little bit after he, he was dropped and then picked up by you know, Renault. So it's not really the end of the road for Alex Albon in F1 in theory, if a seat opens up and someone wants to take a chance on him, but he just couldn't cut it with Red Bull and that's just what happens. So it, it's interesting what Sergio will do. I think it'll be a good fit for Max because Max needs somebody who's at least able to qualify high enough to at least back him up. So you get the strategy because when you have both cars, In the top, when you're fighting Mercedes, you're fighting Ferrari, you want to be able to split strategies or really put pressure on those teams. And Red Bull really couldn't do that consistently. So it was all up to Max. Max is a great driver. Hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So just to roll in on that is because we do have a giveaway, most of you know. So I'm going to throw out a little trivia question. And this is so you can win one of the um, detailing packs from our wonderful sponsor, Autowash. So, really quick, I'll read it out and just post your answer, and then we'll go from there. So, essentially, if you're listening now, so the first F1 World Championship was held in 1950, and won by an Italian driver. The driver was Giuseppe Nino Farini, but what team was responsible for the winning car? Again. What team was responsible for the winning car? So there it is. So the winner will get that wonderful detailing pack from Auto Wash.
3: I want to answer. <laughs> well, you can't. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, I was just watching something on top gear about this, so that's the only reason why I was like, hey, it's no. Okay. Like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's listening, you know that answer, go right ahead and post it up. First one to post it up that. We see on there, we will definitely, you know, award you that wonderful prize. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Nicholas Sheridan, right on the button, right there. You are yep. correct. Alpha Romeo. Yep. Alpha Romeo was, yes. So, Nicholas Sheridan, thank you very much for your answer. You do win that pack. We will, you know, Steve, which way you want to go out? You want Nicholas just to message one of us with his contact information? Or, oh, wait, are we just sending you that to which way are we doing that?
1: um yeah if you can just uh met- or message him or he can message us and just send us your email address that way we can get yes. his contact and pass it on to Wash. and yeah, so it will you'll, you'll, we'll range you'll just go pick it up nicholas at their uh their their uh shop so
2: yeah yeah so nicholas just message awesome. steve or i your email address and we'll pass it on to Wash. they'll make contact yeah. with you so you can come and pick it up from Auto Wash. Yeah. excellent nicholas thank you very much for listening and yes, Alex is going to go back to Mario Kart. That's pretty funny, Nicholas. But <laughs> it's great. All right, that's all I have for. I mean F one because the season's over, so we'll see what. See what <laughs> I just thought it was important. Yeah. Sweet. Not sure. All right.
3: Um, well, Steve, I was expecting to see your face just like light up when Alpha Romeo was mentioned. You are just like, mm-hmm. I actually,
1: I knew, I knew the answer, but <laughs> only because it was Alpha. So yeah. yeah.
2: But <laughs> well, I figured that would be an easy one instead of doing stuff like, you know, on what corner and, you know, on the British Grand Prix in 2000, did Michael Schumacher break his leg in case you're curious it's Stowe, but <laughs> that. all right. Excellent. What do we got done? What's up?
0: Uh, next, we're talking about the Volvo P 1800 cyan.
2: Yes. So I'm going to post in our little chat everybody to see the link if you want to follow along with that. So if most of you are, are um I'll try to share a screen as well. Yeah. If most of you are not familiar with our podcasts, um this is the most organization we do. <laughs> so we we read stuff the day before and none of us read it and then then we read it on here. But this one caught my eye and the only re- there's two reasons why is I have a secret little like you know, spot in my heart for the old Volvo P 1800. I guess it's just, I don't know. There's, you know, back in the, you know, there's cars back then in the seventies. That was a really nice little looking car. So it was fun and it looked good. And it's like a, you know, it's a kid thing for me. Cause you know, I'm a little bit older than, than most who are probably listening. So, just you know, just, just a little bit, you know? So basically here, what we have here is this, Half a million dollar Volvo, which <laughs> is the <laughs> Volvo P1800 can, okay, which I'll just go over very, very quickly. So it's basically the cans did the brainchild of, you know, of uh, Can Racing, which is founded in, in 96 uh, to build and v- develop Volvo race cars. So, you know, so basically under, you know, the Polestar Performance name in 2009, that's basically them, okay. And then Polestar Performance was acquired by Volvo, and since it's morphed into the Swedish electric car brand, which is very interesting, by the way. That's more to come on that. So basically they take, you know, the, you know, 61 to 72 is when the 1800 came out. They take that and they basically gut it. They take out rubber, glass and plastic and all that. And basically the only parts they really keep is like the, the inner body structure from the a pillar rearwood, a hook catch, the windshield wipers, the e-brake and the heating (laughs) vents and controls. (laughs) Okay, that's basically what's left of what they're going to do. Everything else is going to be like body panels and everything else. That. And but the thing is they carry over the sh- the the chassis number. So that makes it essentially a P1800 resto mod. So it's available to be registered or driven on the road, which is really cool. You know, so it is carbon fire bodywork, so hence some of the pricing here, okay? Which is, you know, they kind of try to copy the original sheet sheet metal. You know, they kind of move the front wheels a little forward, giving it longer, you know, wheelbase, etc. But the most important thing is they they basically they stuck in a four cylinder Volvo engine. It's a turbocharged two liter that is is basically this kind of same engine that they're using in the XC Forty and X, you know, the the XC Ninety. But they get it to up to four hundred thirteen horsepower, three hundred thirty six foot pound of torque with the help of a Berg one or single turbocharger which is mounted low and out of sight which is interesting and some headers so i just found it really interesting and then they stuck in a five-speed manual which is basically made by by hollinger so their whole preference was to kind of go let's keep it like that 60s feel you know so a five-speed manual kind of you know keep the the you know the carbon fiber shape at least keep it so it become a resto mod so it's an interesting read i just think it's an interesting resto mod mm-hmm. to do i mean it is a p1800 which bobo aficionados they kind of love love that car so i just thought it was kind of interesting to see that somebody went out to do that and the fact it's a half a million dollars is like going <laughs> that's
1: interesting oh yeah we're, we're talking like porsche singer money for, for yes, that right
2: yes yes we're talking singer money oh, wow. but also it only weighs 2200 pounds Yep. So if you're curious, it has a better power to rate ratio than the 911 Turbo S. And very simply this, no stability control, no traction control, no analog brakes, doesn't even have a brake booster. Okay, so if you were looking for that iconic, you know, no control, feel 60s, 70s car with a lot of horsepower, this is your answer. If you have that money to burn, this is it right here. <laughs>
3: if you want the absolute feeling of just trying to survive that is <laughs> yes. a, there it is <laughs> it's great oh and then also it has the uh differentiating um wheel size the fronts are 245 40s and the rears are 265 35 so yes definitely squats <laughs> it
2: definitely does so i'm gonna just interrupt because i just feel like doing something really quick here so for for stefan thank you because my voice is beautiful you know <laughs> message steve or i and we'll we'll send you a calendar okay just message steve or i for a calendar okay there's stefan <laughs> stefan wins a calendar are you good with that steve yeah that's good that's good okay my voice is beautiful people it's beautiful <laughs> voice.
1: okay this is In how it cal- works. The uh, calendars are from Dave Lowry, uh, Allstate Insurance. Uh, he's he's a new sponsor. You, you have, he's not even a sponsor yet, but he comes January first. So this is a preview of what
2: uh, Dave uh, does for the community. So uh, Dave Lowry, Allstate Insurance. Yep. Thank you, Dave, for the calendars. Just appreciate it. And thank you, Stefan, for remembering that. I do have a very beautiful voice. <laughs> so the one other thing I want to wrap up on this, before the rest of you can comment, is I just love some of the writing in the article stuns with its lion-hearted thrust all the way to the 7,700 RPM red line. (laughs) It has a muscular punch you expect of a turbo-boosted mill, but has been tuned, so both its power and torque delivery is so much more like the naturally aspirated engine. Sexy voice,
1: baby. Wow. Wow. Terry.
2: Anyway, so anybody got a couple of comments on that wonderful P-1800 that none of us can afford?
3: (laughs) Um... (laughs) Well, I guess with the fancy writing and the subtle sexy voice, uh, I guess they're trying to make it worth five hundred thousand dollars. Because what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's an amazing car, but five hundred thousand uh, dollars—I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. I mean, I don't—I don't, I wouldn't. All right, all right, Dan. If like if
1: you if if you had five hundred thousand dollars, what would you buy then?
3: Uh, like three McLaren P ones. One for every other day of the week.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, How much is a McLaren McLaren P1?
3: It depends which one you get, actually. They're not
1: $175,000.
3: I mean, hey, you have enough cash in hand. I'm pretty sure you can make it work.
2: (laughs) I'm sure sure you could.
3: Yeah, you're like, I have $500,000 cash. How many can I get with this? Mm, I'm pretty sure they'll be like, okay, we can figure something out. Instead of having loans. Loans is okay. Yeah, you're gonna maybe get the money, or you can actually have the you know money right now.
2: I think it's just like a, you know, let's throw some money together and and just go do this and take the P eighteen hundred and kind of make it kind of crazy. So it's definitely something there. And yes, I'll actually agree with with Nicholas' comments. Is it, the rear does kind of look like an older vet, like an older fifty eight vet. Which I think some of the design cues of the P eighteen hundred don't quote me might have been inspired by you know the early fifties vets or the late fifties vets. So I don't know. I mean, but yeah, I actually see that. So yeah, it looks like Cyan Racing actually really
1: uh, focuses on Volvo. So Volvo race cars. Uh, yeah, they used to uh, build go fast road cars under the Polestar Performance name yes. in two thousand nine and so on. So definitely all things Volvo for Cyan.
2: So there, there you go. So if you got an, a bunch of money and you don't care what you spend it on, uh, right. go right ahead and buy that and enjoy dying. Yes. Yeah, jeez.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. it would be a fun ride, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. it
2: would be no, a fun absolutely. ride. Yeah, totally yeah. fun ride. All right, yeah. excellent.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess we're on to our next uh, car. We're talking about the Alpha Motor Ace, the EV. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, Steve. You posted that on the page, though. Yeah,
1: I just found it on Twitter. I search for things on, I I use uh, TweetDeck and look for keywords on Twitter, and this popped up somehow. Uh, But it's an EV out of California concept right now, but really cool retro looking. I'll uh, bring up some of the photos and share them with you if you guys haven't seen
3: them. Uh, Give me one second. I'm not going to lie. I'm really a fan of the fenders. For some reason it just that looks pretty cool.
1: (laughs) Same here. Sucked in by the Fenders. Uh yeah. So not crazy about the name, the alpha. I mean they spelled it wrong, but (laughs) they gotta do something better than that, but just take a wow. look at this, these photos. Look at that. Look at that side profile.
0: That's beautiful. Um,
1: that really is kind of cool. That's not a box. Most of these EVs you see nowadays are boxes, and uh, this is not. It's got some style to it. So definitely appeals to, look- the, to the car enthusiast.
0: Yeah, it looks like almost like an older uh, Datsun or something.
3: Yeah, that's actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I had some like five ten vibes to uh, sort of. Yeah. yeah what were you what do you think it was like Terry? I think you gave me some ideas last night
2: Well, it's definitely got a little styling cues from a mark II escort mm-hmm.
0: which well, is gonna
2: yeah. be like our fender wells, and there, there was other thing here I was reading on this. I wish I could find the article, but it's it's definitely got some inspiration from with these guys doing uh oh, this is the wrong article
0: it doesn't Hold surprise on. me that it's coming from california but
2: <laughs> yeah because
0: suppose they're in that crunch to try and do only electric cars
3: yeah that's uh that's gonna be interesting <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. how that's really gonna that's work out sure. quite honestly
0: yeah I, I don't think there's really a whole lot out there
2: yeah so some of it is, it's like, there's, if you look at it, it does have a little bit of a look of an alpha one, one Oh five. And then a little bit, which is, I'm going to say this car, if anybody knows oh, what this is, door I'm door amazed. Door. is the old Hillman imp. I grew up in England. I know exactly what a Hillman imp is. So it definitely has some like styling cues in here. And then, you know, if, if you look at those wonders, there is a little bit of Mark II escort there for, mm-hmm. for sure. So, you know, honestly, I just think it's an interesting concept. You know, it, it's, it, it's kind of looks good to see was saying. And it's not boxy, you know, and it has a little bit of work, you know, on there. So that's, you know, for an EV, it's not bad. And yeah, you know, what? I, I have no problem buying one. So if I wanted yeah, to buy an EV, it's not, it's not going to scare me because I'm not scared of change. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. If it was was reasonably priced, I would definitely consider one of these based based at at a decent range, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, well, you know, and honestly, those cars are really made for, it's a total city car. You know, it's, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's that get around city car. So, you know, I'm not, you know, if, if I get an EV, you know, I'm, I'm not looking at Mm. something to go on long road trips. I'm going to get EVs so I can run up the Safeway, you know? And go the Kings and then, you know, go here, go there, do those things like that. That's what I'm looking at it to do. So I would, if I ever buy one like that, I would like to have something that looks kind of sporty and kind of different than the old boxy. But that's, that's just me. But in case you're curious, for the Alpha 105, I just posted a little picture right there. Um, so... Uh-
3: Am I the only one that's interested in completely stripping everything out of it because it's what 3000 how many pounds is it Yeah yes it, it's 3600 pounds right um and it says it goes 62 miles an hour and under quote under 6 seconds so imagine if you stripped out a lot of the unnecessary stuff in it it nice. would like it would be like the most monstrous like Miata ever on earth
2: Yes <laughs> It really would be so, anyway. yeah, I just think it's interesting. So, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. And yeah. What, what what do you think there, John? What, what do you think on that?
0: Um, I mean, I I think one of the things I noticed was the handles, uh, the inside door handles, um, that kind of like almost leather strap, which I thought was really neat. Yeah, yeah.
1: Of course, of course they course. got they got the um, Tesla iPad, the Tesla iPad <laughs> that we see everywhere, uh, and is u- universally. Hated by just about every uh, enthusiast out there, um, but they're so prevalent. Yeah, so we're, yes. seeing, we're seeing them everywhere. Um, I recently sat in the Mustang Mach E, and it had one of these. Te- we had one of these iPads. And it was just it was turned vertically, though not not landscape mode, but it was vertical mode or portrait right. mode, and it really st- stood out. It was, seemed like it'd be really distracting, but that's what everybody's doing right now is must be so super popular or yeah. something. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. It.
2: I think it's popular yeah. because yeah, it's, it's just aesthetics is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So off topic real quick. Um, Man, I can't see half the comments that are on our little live cast. I don't know, I think my Facebook just being goofy because I know somebody asked a question about the McLaren. Uh, oh. The
1: McLaren Sabre. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: thoughts and opinions about the new McLaren yeah. Sabre. So I will be honest. I saw it yesterday when I was researching. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase that. I saw it yesterday when we we're looking at things to talk about so we could research it today. So I right now do not have an opinion on it. So I'll leave it open to the other three in here. If anybody did look at that, or whatever opinion on that is.
3: Well, go ahead and- I saw a
2: good comment about the saber. Uh,
1: the one that I saw was red and white. I believe mm-hmm. It it looked like imitation crab meat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that, was funny. Coming, that was the comment and that it just kind of grabbed me like that is i can't even i can't unsee that now um but it, it i don't know they're, they're so out there uh it's supposed to be faster than the senna uh thanks to all the senate all the senate owners are going well, well thanks mclaren but i don't know i Un- don't unobtainium just like the that p1800 <laughs> by cyan That's racing
0: I think yeah. it's interesting that it's like a US only car. It's like they wanted to go faster than the Challenger, and they say, Here you go. <laughs> it's interesting.
2: Yeah, that is interesting. So <laughs> we'll probably talk about it more on the, on the next podcast, to be honest you're with welcome. you.
3: Those look like so, some real deep bucket seats. I'm looking at them right now, like you're in the ground. I love it. It's awesome. Wow. I also posted, a uh, for those who want to see the the crab meat special, uh, I posted it in the actual uh, chat. There you go. So that's what he's talking about.
2: (laughs) That's great. Excellent. What do you say there, Steve? Should we do another giveaway? Uh, Yes.
1: Let's go with a... Let's go with the Greeley Auto Spa. So this is kind of geared if you're in NOCO or if you want to go up north to uh, Greeley Auto Spa, our sponsors. But they're giving away two front windows uh, tent job. It's worth 95 bucks with their standard tent. So if you guys need a tent and you don't mind going up to Greeley, if you're, if you're, if you're in the area, of course, grow. But just, just be aware in case you're down Colorado
2: Springs or Pueblo or something that this is in Greeley.
1: But yeah, uh, you want to find something, Terry? Some kind of
2: question or something? Actually, I'm going to go find one real quick. So give me a quick little... uh, No, I want to go find someone else. Sorry. Give me a sec, guys. Sorry about that. There Uh we go. All right. Let's just do a very simple car movie trivia question.
1: Oh, boy. See Uh
2: who gets that because... Let's see now. That's easy. That's easy. Jeez, these are like easy. I'm not doing that one. That's easy. <laughs> that, that one's gonna get that one. Oh no, I'm gonna do that one because I gives it away. This is how prepared we are, kids. Okay, yeah. this is how it works around here. Oh, all right, here. Let's see if anybody watched it because you know, basically, all of you. I got to look this up. So I'm going to make people actually look it up. This is how it's going to be. All right. Because this is very, very uh, 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 obscure. What car is used as the super taxi in the 1988 French film? Taxi. Again, what car is used as the super taxi in the 1980 French film? Taxi. (laughs) First one answers it. We'll get that wonderful detail. Google's your friend, kids. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh
1: Citroen DS. No, I'm, I'm guessing.
2: I wish greatest car nope. ever made by man.
1: No. Nope. Okay. All right. I tried. In case everybody's and curious, I, I didn't look. I
2: didn't look it up either. So I just kind of winged. The, the Citroen car. DS is the greatest car made by man. Simple as that. If anybody wants, if anybody disputes that, I'll fight you. Fight you. You unappreciated people are French classic, beautiful cars that have crazy hydraulics. <laughs> but definitely Nicholas is correct on the newer taxi movie is definitely a crown Vic, but this is the wonderful 1998 French film taxi. Oh, well that narrows it down right there. The
1: 1988 should be, should be a 10, 10 second Google, Google search. <laughs> <laughs> And Nicholas, you've already won, so you can't qualify. Yeah, you for can't
2: qualify. This,
1: contest, this one, too. So.
2: I had to choose some obscure crap. It's great.
1: Oh, <laughs> we got one from Zach Ward there. Uh, Boom! Boom!
2: Thank you, Zach Ward. You are correct. It was a Peugeot 406. All right. We got a winner.
1: All right. Thank you, Zach. Okay, you- Zach yep. You are the winner of a uh, two front window, a window tent up at Greeley Auto Spa. Uh, Good one, Preston, but you're just a few seconds too late.
2: (laughs) Yes. So close. All right. That's excellent. Okay, so we should move on, but we do have to feed in some trivia stuff because we got some good stuff to give away.
0: All right. All right. Next, uh, we're talking about Apple's EV car. Um, I guess they've been taking uh, engineers from Porsche and uh, Tesla, and they're really – getting on the gas um, to get a car out by 2024. And I guess it's going to have a high-tech monocell cell battery technology in it. Um, no idea on what the design is going to look like, but they have one from, I believe, 2016. That makes it look like a van.
3: <laughs> it looks so ugly. Oh my Yeah. God.
0: And um, isn't it
2: supposed to be a- autonomous?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I think so, too
2: to a point which i don't think it's gonna work
0: yeah so i
1: mean you have one from 2016 i see car and drivers rendering
0: yes yeah, do we have an
1: actual picture or not of that no no oh, okay oh, i don't oh, think oh, there's right. anything out there nope. they will probably so, wait um,
0: and do a broadcast like they usually do <laughs> so my
2: curio well actually there's one thing about that car i do know that it's um it's going to inst it's going to have an Android pad <laughs> 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 <Jeez>. limited <laughs> partnership. Android will provide <laughs> the center console. And then, oh, no. okay. oh, no. <laughs> but the <laughs> purity. Yes. So, I mean, the only thing I'm curious about this is, okay, just a little bit, with Apple announcing this, it kind of took a little bite out of some of the Tesla stock because Mm. Apple is notorious for these kind of things. So they have a lot of experience with bat, you know, with, with battery design, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, so it's interesting to see which way it goes. I mean, and this is just a growing tech. It's, it's going to keep coming, you know, so this is something that's going to be here and it's not going to go away. So, you know, just like way back in the day when there was horses and carts and i'm pretty sure people and actually it's a known fact people look at the on-wheel saying what's that i just used my horse and cart. yeah change is good change is good so we'll see what this looks like i'm just curious i i want to see better pitches i want to see apple actually render some kind of thing that that they're doing to see which way they're going with this you know it, it's like you know basically like you know it's reported that the autonomous apple car will start production 2024 with next level battery technology, which is in quotes, it's like, okay, well, what is the next level battery technology I would like to see? Is it the solid state battery te- technology that's being talked about, et cetera, that we posted a couple of times? Is that the way they're going, etc. You know, and all those things. So a lot of it's like reducing battery costs and getting better performance out of them, et cetera, it's gonna drive this more. So I really wanna see a real rendering. I wanna know if it's really gonna be autonomous or it's gonna, you know, etc. Because, you know, it's those things will make it better to talk about and see what's going on. But, you know, Apple getting into the game. And also, is this just Apple saying, hey, we're going to go do this, like so many other people have said, there's some starters say, oh, we're going to make an electric car. And it just never happens. I mean, is this Apple just flexing some some muscle real quick and then saying, you know, well, no, we're really not going to do it. So I'm just curious to see.
3: Well, I mean, a lot of companies say they want to do it right but the R and D that goes behind it is immense you know right. you, have to, you have to like how it mentions like you have to find the right chemistry just for the batteries itself you know that's not even including everything else in the car that you're trying to change completely right um so a lot of those companies just do not have the money to go through that whole process they're like no nah, can't do it yeah.
2: right exactly so curious
0: Sure. Um, well, okay. Well, moving on to our next one um, is the Targa um, Toyota Supra, I guess was shown at like a virtual SEMA. Um, basically, Toyota says nothing to see here. Um, it's just a one-off concept. Um, what do you guys think about that? It's beautiful. I okay, love it. it.
3: <laughs> I still wish they came out in a manual. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I like it but um I like the target part for sure. The mm-hmm. the the body kit uh not so much. It just seemed like it was too much uh pep boys slapped on. Yeah, too much molding there. Too much. Wrong with for, for Just too much. Targa that was great. Love 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 the lines. I think it looks pretty good, but uh yeah, that that body kit has to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for sure.
3: Well, it's it's like they tried to do a weird like wide body that's not really a wide body, but still has like arrow with it. it. It's like they couldn't make up their mind which one they wanted to do.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna do wide body, go
2: full wide body. It like everybody does wide body, so mm. yeah, All right, right. I mean, yeah, the wide body and stuff. And honestly, I I will take a little bit of umbrage to these comments about bolts on pet boy parts. I have seen no issue with that. <laughs> I am a firm believer in you know I'm going to actually after this podcast because I don't have to work tomorrow because I, I took it off uh, I'm just gonna drive to a pet boys and I'm gonna get all that crap and I'm going to put it all over my my BMW well good I, that's that's what I bought you for Christmas was a of
3: you curb, did
1: curb Pepper. feelers for my pet boys so. yeah. I fully
3: expect to see a bunch of can a uh, rattle can and what was it, plastic dip. <laughs> yes.
2: <That's-> it's <laughs> happening. It's happening. But I will agree with with Charles saying that super needs a target and it is correct. And I kinda like how it looks with, with the targa and stuff. You know, the the body kit is looks really nice, but to each his own, I just you know, I just think it's a little exaggerated, but not much. I mean, you know, it, it's not gonna bother me, but I think, you know, Toyota should look at this and say, you know what, we do need to make a target and we do need to make a manual Mm -hmm. just to shut people up who say, you know, if you don't drive a car that's not a manual, you're not an enthusiast because, you know, that's, that's a complete bunch of lies. So, yeah, but certain sports cars, it is iconic to have Mm -hmm. a manual in there. And you know what, if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. All right, you know uh, the bean counters can't accept that
1: anymore, Terry. They, yeah. uh, uh, well, you know what? I know,
2: I know. That's why you don't see them
1: anywhere hardly anymore. Yeah. No so longer will it be for the culture. <laughs> yeah. But but we do know that the, the Nissan Z is coming out with a manual, right? They've already said Yeah, they already well, said we'll have a manual. Twin Turbo v 6 will have a manual. So that's that's actually some good news. Yeah. 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 Okay, time for a quick break. Uh we are yep. gonna do another giveaway. This is a $25 gift certificate uh, to Amazon. And this is given to us by uh, Denver Smooth Curb uh, from Jason Patterson. Uh, he's, got the, he's the guy that is the local uh, hookup for Bridget Curb Ramps to help you ease onto your street a lot nicer than just slamming down onto the old uh, underbody. So, so often as we do. But $25 gift certificate. I got a quick question uh this is one of t- uh, terry's favorite movies but i'd like to find out when was the very first fast and furious that came out what year that's that's all i want 1865 the very first one 1865 yeah,
3: there's like 90 of them right so there are, had... wait There's was...
2: eight films with one spin-off
1: film so there's about nine okay films.
3: wait 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 where, okay.
1: where are you getting
2: eight films from so because isn't it you take all eight films, combine them, and you get maybe five minutes of a watchable movie?
1: <laughs> um,
2: Charles I, is, is the winner. Congratulations, Charles. Yes, it was way to go, Charles
1: 2001. Yeah, so, oh, hey, Matthew, just a little bit too late.
3: Keep so in late. mind, they stole DVD players, that's what the, everything was about, by the way. DVD players, nothing else, just DVD players.
2: Yes. So Charles is basically saying he was four years old when that movie came out. You know what? Uh, Screw you, Charles. You're making us all feel old. You hear that? You hear that right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Just saying. Four?
3: Yeah.
1: All right, Charles. Anyway. If, you, if you were to <laughs> message me or Terry, just send us your email address, and we can get that uh, gift certificate on its way to you. From Denver Smooth yes. Curb, one of our sponsors. Right. Thank you very much.
0: Um, I, I think I'm just going to also bring up some stuff on Facebook from Charles because he was saying that the automatic is, uh, you know, infinitely better, which is, you know, true with the drag racing and such. But, I, yeah. you know, you just got to like that kind of sensation of the gears. And back then, Toyota actually offered a whole lot of options on the Supra. You had, you know, the manual without a turbo and the mm-hmm. manual with a turbo. And so it would be kind of cool for him, Toyota just to take the chance and just come out these options
3: yeah um Mm. it definitely be interesting i wish they had it as different packages not like a Mm. one-stop shop that would be pretty cool Uh, and it'd actually make it more valuable in the long run right because everyone would be like oh my god manual you know and
0: yeah 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 and i also wanted to talk about the body kit um a while back, I can't remember which game it was, but they had an um, option for a Velside um, body kit, which uh-huh. I thought was really nice for the 93 to 98 Supras, which I think is probably the best one. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen those. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice. T-Yoda?
1: What? Is that how John T-Yoda. pronounces it?
2: T-Yoda? <laughs> yeah. T-Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> We're evil. Charles, you're you're, yeah. you're just being evil right now. Yeah. We like it with, with my radio voice. That's <laughs> great. All right. Where are we, John? Our fearless leader of the podcast.
0: All right. um, Our last uh, discussion topic is about um, one of our favorites, the 12 cool cars that are finally legal for uh, U.S. import in 2021, which is you know, not that long from now. Um, it's, uh, has a lot of really cool cars. One of my favorites is the Mitsubishi Legnum VR 4 It almost looks like a Galant station wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the, um, uh, Daihatsu midget. That one looked pretty cool.
3: It looks amazing.
2: <laughs> I am in love with the Daihatsu midget too. Yeah. And I really want to see what the midget one looked like. And I'm hoping that God, it was smaller.
0: <laughs> i don't know how <laughs>
2: i'm hoping they got it it was just smaller i'm actually hoping it's a car you stand up in <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's what it is i liked uh you scroll down just a little bit and you saw there were no
1: uh spiders that looked pretty cool yeah um, kind of toyota mr2 sort of but little porsche Boxster looking there i it, i liked it
0: you didn't like the honda step Wagon.
1: <laughs> well, just 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 the license plate uh shortening of the name. I kinda didn't I yeah. like that. That was cool, but
0: I think the um Toyota Starlet um that one looks pretty nice too. It kinda it's kinda weird. It has like the old Subaru um outback uh headlights and then you know, having a hot hatch like that would be pretty cool, like the Toyota Yaris that's probably never gonna come here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: So, the Renault Sports Spider, it has literally no roof of any kind, no radio, no heater, no ABS, no <laughs> oh, power wow. steering, no door handles, no side glass. And you can choose, yeah, you can choose between a full size windshield and a small wind deflector.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? It
3: <laughs> oh, is ridiculous, and I love it.
2: So, when I was um, in Normandy, like about four years ago, I saw one mm. and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and no, I wasn't going to take a picture of it. Cause I was in F e. Normandy and I was actually eating oysters at the time. I'm not going to lie. So I was eating oysters and this thing was parked and I was like, what the hell is that? What is the Renault? And it said like, you know, it was like, you know, the sports spider. I'm like, that's really interesting, but I have oysters to eat.
0: <laughs>
2: so just saying, yeah. But yes, so yeah, some of these honestly on here for me, uh
0: well a classic.
2: <laughs> <sighs> the step wagon is perfect for any step, step, <laughs> step parents out there. So if you have a stepfather or a stepmother and you hate them, buy them <laughs> It's absolutely perfect. So honestly, I am a, a very big fan of like sport wagons. I, I do love them. I, I grew up in England, so like sport wagons are amazing out there. So, yeah, so the Mitsubishi, you know, VR4 wagon, uh, that's just fantastic. You know, the Toyota Classic is hilarious. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: And you got the Chaser, which would be, you know, a lot of drift guys would like that one.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: What do we think about the Mitsubishi Legnum VR4? Um, yeah, you know, you know, I'm a wagon fan, so yeah, I love that one. This, this does it for me, that's for sure. Yeah, that's yep. the one I brought up.
0: Yep, mm. it's yeah. a five-door, hell yeah, it is. It's almost like one of those Evo station wagons, It'd be really cool to have. Yes, I think yeah. I put that on my list. So, what
2: about some of the kids who are watching? Let's see here. Oh, oh, yeah, well, Charles, you know what? Who does, hey, uh, you know, uh, hey, Steve, the big buick station wagon that turns up. Who who has that big old wagon again? Remember?
0: Oh, wagon. I remember seeing it a while back. <laughs>
2: station wagon. Um remember
1: probably, the big buick station ian. wagon.
0: I think it's Ian, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is Ian. ian, ian Jocelyn.
2: Yeah, I think it's Ian Jocelyn. It was that. So Charles, if you ever see him, it's Ian Jocelyn. It was that big old wagon. That thing is amazing. So I, I love those things. But because, we'll
0: shoot for Charles.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just in case I was going to go find it, those things are amazing because it does have the I had too many children backseat so you put your least favorite children in the rear-facing seat and you brake check a a semi and it solves your problem.
3: Mm. Very creative.
2: These are the things that I get away with in this podcast, kids. Just saying. (laughs) Okay, just saying. But looking at these cars, I will say the Hetsu Midget, I just love that thing. Okay. Um... If anybody wants to bring over a TBR, just remember one important thing. It was made in Blackpool, England. So no, <laughs> hey, I used to go to Blackpool when I was a kid. Cause like, it's a, there's a, like amusement park right there and all like penny slots and all that stuff. And they have the Blackpool illuminations, which actually would be lit right now. And it was great to drive down there when I was a kid for Christmas, and we'd see all the lights come on. It was wonderful. And I used to go to Blackpool a lot. It's a seaside resort in North of England. And that's where TVRs are, were made. And just trust me, no. <laughs> no. But if if you want a TVR, you can do it because the TVRs are amazingly stupid. And they did. And my father actually had a TVR when I was living in England for a couple of years. He had a TVR Tasman. He didn't do the convertible. He did like the um, the hatchy. So he had that. I think it was like an '84. He got one. So yep, he had one. He cut it for a little bit, and then. Long story about my father. I don't really get into too much of people in the podcast, about my friends now is very simply this. My father had a, a penchant for buying a cars, just like in dumb shit. To be honest with you, stuff that made no sense. Quick example of one is, "Hey, I'm um, in my late 60s. I am slightly overweight. Okay, he was overweight. Bad back, old, angled driveway, hard to get in and out of cars." Sold his kind of like a Lante because it was hard for him to get in and out and bought a brand new Viper. <laughs> That's my father's logic, everybody. And he called me he says, I got a Viper. And I'm like, why did you do that? Because you had a hard time getting out of cars. Why do, would you do that? Oh, I wanted one. Great. I'm coming over to drive it because I knew that car would last seven days. That car lasted seven days.
3: Mm. It was great. Hey, okay. so, Viper's a Viper.
2: Yes. So uh-huh. there you go, kids. That's some of the crazy stuff. But yes, my father had a Tasman for a, a little bit in England. So I do remember that.
0: Just a little bit. You, yeah. Yeah. Usually had those long stories, which I love.
2: Yeah, it's great. So there you go. So honestly, I honestly, out of this list that I could import, I'm not going to lie. I'd straight out do the I had to midget too. I just don't know why. I think it's amazing. Yeah. That hey, thing Dave. Is amazing. It's good to see. You. We got Dave Larry
1: on the line with us today as well. Hey, Dave. Oh, thanks. Nice. Uh-huh. Hey, so I will turn it over real quickly to uh, John and he's going to uh, give us a trivia question for the next giveaway. And it's another one of uh, Dave's uh, Dave Lowry, Allstate uh, calendar. This is a Colorado cars and coffee calendar. So uh, take it away, John.
0: Sure. Um, so my question for you guys is uh, which track, which race track in Colorado used to be a horse racing track. So that's which uh, race track in Colorado Used to be a horse racing track.
2: Nice.
3: I would honestly have no idea. So I'm glad <laughs> I'm on this side.
1: <laughs> hey Charles, I think so. everyone's seen that F40 uh, making the rounds for sale. Um, yeah, it might be stolen. That's I've heard of that
2: as well too. So. Don't, not sure. <laughs>
1: Charles got, is just
0: free guessing. Yeah, yeah Charles <laughs> yes. is just free guessing every every acronym is possible.
2: Did did Charles already win? So
1: Charles can't win okay uh, Charles has already won. He is uh, good try, Charles. <laughs> he's not qualified for another tonight. Sorry, Charles. <laughs>
0: Should we just wait for an answer or should we just yeah. get to our uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we can, yeah.
2: There's, we there's there's can keep rush. going because we we, get, we we can yeah. see the comments just so everybody knows that you know if you're listening and then you're trying to find an answer, you know, if we don't get the answer, I mean we're just gonna look at look look at the comments and, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. So we're just we're just gonna move on. Sorry, Charles, I know it's a sad day. But the day will get better tomorrow because well, it's tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I probably picked the hard question, I guess.
2: No, you picked a good question. It makes people uh. think. <laughs> All right, what else have we got? Did we run out of crap to talk about? Um, <laughs> oh my god, well, we did. That sure, was the last. That was the last
1: thing. So, yeah, I think we're um, on. This I, would one, say, so. I would say, I would say, let's let's open it up to the the peanut yeah, gallery. Yeah, and anybody has
2: anything they yeah, want to, to talk about or ask us or ask about <laughs> our sponsors or
1: yes, our events or car news or whatever.
2: And we'll throw in some more like trivia set because we do have stuff, still a couple of things to give away. And yeah, sure. we'll go from there. Or maybe yeah. I'll just go on a rambling story about craziness. All the <laughs> Okay. Well, here, Charles, the local scene it's winter. <laughs> it's winter. It's winter and it's cold and there's no snow.
1: <laughs> uh, the car culture of 2020. Always well, been a great year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't make a right? Come on, don't yeah, don't, don't, really make, sure. don't. So see, hey, you don't want to see tears on on screen, do you? You know what? <laughs>
3: Basically, it's this. You know. <laughs> uh, what about uh? Was it? Well, hey, wait. Four days. The only car show that really happened this year (laughs) yeah i
2: anyway before because because i can't see half the comments anymore but um somebody did guess at centennial for a racetrack centennial oh no No? okay (laughs)
1: that's cool that is is not Uh. the right that's not the right answer
2: so i don't know what is the word on emissions coming to an end in colorado
3: it's happening
2: oh great link it where is it
3: I right, give me a second. Let me bring it up. I, so I had other thing
2: to think about. Well, it's like the where uh, uh, does the mission on a mission is coming? Uh, it's Colorado, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to get into the whole. You know, eh, Colorado has become California. If you really want to know what pisses me off, quick is that kind of crap.
3: Yeah. All right. So, so I will link it. it's actually from them Post from last year. Oh, last year. It's, okay. it's still. It's still very. It's, it's showing the legislation what was enacted on it. Um pretty much saying that, you know, Colorado sucks and we're a serious offender. And due to that, they have to replace they, it has to be enacted by 2021. No if, ands, or buts. There's okay. no way oh, around it. Um,
2: so what's what's the quick meat about
3: it? Uh give me a second. Hold on.
2: And anyway, and yes, Dave, actually it was kind of interesting that parking lots to actual cruises. So that that was kind of I will say in twenty twenty, if you had to deal with the fact that we had COVID, et cetera, and you know, lots of cars and coffee events were cancelled, you know, like Lafayette, et cetera, et cetera, that the improvisation of people to be able to, you know, kind of do cruises and that and kind of come together, et cetera, et cetera. The so, huge thing that
1: I saw was the 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 birthday cruise. That was yes. I think new for 2020, I'd never seen those before where you yeah. drive by and honk at some uh-huh. standing outside his garage as we all drive by and
2: we have our, no, I do that every song. single Sunday. I drive around my neighborhood and just honk at random houses, but Hey, that's me. True, Terry, but you're not allowed near
1: elementary schools anymore. So, oh, that's that's really cute coming from you, old man who just
2: turned fifty. <laughs> Better watch your cholesterol intake, <laughs> there, big boy. But no, just just to keep going on, like yeah, what Steve was saying, in that it's like I just think the in, the innovation of of the car culture to be able to handle what was going on, and to be able to sit there and say, okay, well, let's do smaller cruises, let's do smaller meets, and stuff like that. You know, I think that is really good because, you know, no matter what, I think the word gets bad around way too much when people are car enthusiasts. You're not a car enthusiast because that or you're a car enthusiast because of that. I I don't really care for that. I'm a car enthusiast because I love cars. I don't care what the hell they are. I've always loved them. It's what they are. You know, to see people just be able to get things together, work within the framework that that was there. You know, we did a lot of Sonic meets more than we've ever done. Yeah, that's true. And that Right. And that was a response to the fact that, you know, we're sitting there going, well, you know, you're bummed because you can't go to Lafayette. You're bummed because, you know, that got canceled. So, you know, we did things within, you know, the, the rules that were placed, the guidelines, and it worked. And it was really kind of fun, you know. So it, it kind of it was it was really good. Good to see that, you know, and then, yeah, I miss Lafayette. It is nice to go to a massive one. But it was also really nice to kind of more personal on the smaller meets. Got to meet more people that way and talk to people and see that sometimes I feel it's like this oh, it's Lafayette. I'm going to go to Lafayette because I always go to Lafayette. It's like this obligation. Here's Lafayette. I'm going, you know, and here's, you know, busy. sorry, ex- exhausting, you know, Expresso and exhaust. I'm going because I always went. When we did the first Sonic meet, we had more people turn up at that because people wanted to get out. And it was great to see because people were talking, interacting. Great selection of cars and people came. That is what is awesome about this group. About what what everybody does when these when when we get together. So that was to me the take on the car culture for 2020. Um, okay
1: back to our trivia question about uh the track that was a former uh horse race track we're going with uh current tracks that are still in use today uh we did see an answer about centennial uh but that's not a we're just updating the the questions based on the parameters that we have but it's a, a track that's that is in uh, use today is, is, and it was formerly a race horse uh, or, so or that's
2: throwing out Arapahoe park
1: just kind of clarifying some parameters there for you guys to look up the answers so
2: Matt Hawkins is saying Arapahoe Park. No, not Arapaho Park.
3: Close, but no, no cigar.
2: Nope. Okay. Okay, so uh, enough talking about Thai food.
3: Hmm.
2: And you oh, want, uh, no, how no, no. How, how did we get on how do we get on I don't Thai? know. I, I do not know Dave. And Thai food.
3: <laughs> and I was like, ooh.
2: I blame Dave. Dave. Are you to <laughs> answer for <laughs> yourself here, Dave? Huh? <laughs> now i want thai food i want to get like a jungle curry right about now Mm. anyway all right so yeah that's kind of like the scene about you know 2020 so you know that that's what it is so you know
3: i'll I'll agree with you on that i'll totally agree with you on that uh because I'd always you know just went there and seen you know nine billion cars, tried to hold conversations with people, but everyone's busy doing their own thing and whatever. So I really like the Sonic ones because you could actually have like a personal like tell me about your build, like what's going on with your car like I like this is what I like what like what are you trying to do like what what else are you working on that you normally wouldn't be able to have a chance to really do at Lafayette because there's a billion people
2: yes so what what about you john what what was your take on 2020
0: in the car scene? um i mean it it's kind of tough because there, you know as a photographer me well not professional photographer but <laughs> um there wasn't really much events that were really going along going on um i will say for me personally it was my first chance being on the media list for pikes peak hill climb so i mean that was the highlight but i mean it, i mean i kind of got lucky in a way because a lot of photographers dropped out like i think um my friend rupert barrington said they're they usually have like 200 photographers or something like that and like basically we're down to like 20 so i mean and then you had grid life which i mean there wasn't really anybody going there but i mean there was you know all the drifting stuff which was really cool but um it just sucked that there wasn't really much events but i mean we I mean, photographers like me and such, we kind of got through it and there was still some good action as they kind of dialed back on um restrictions. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's uh, you know, that's actually actually it was really cool that you got your first press press for uh Pikes Peak. That that's yeah. really cool. that yeah, really that's is. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, touching on that, so how was that for you, honestly? Straight out Yeah, like, t- that was bad. My, that not was bad. Right? Yeah. Tell us about yeah. that.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so mainly I um, contacted, um, they had <laughs> like, a, you go through the website, if I remember, they have like a form that you fill out, um, basically tell you, you know, all the, you know, there's a possibility of, you know, all the dangers, you might get hit and all that stuff. And then um, eventually as they get closer, you're put in this like video conference call um, and they tell you, hey, you know what, you need to stay on the inside of, you know, corners and on the outside and don't cross the road and they go through the guidelines and then you're waking up at like uh, 2 a.m. to get there because I think they they want you to get to the track by like 3.30 a.m. And so then you're also trying to find your spot and um, it was actually a pretty cool. Adventure. It's the weather changes too. Like all the practice days it was fine. But then race day was really windy and it got pretty cold and so but it was you no know, really cool adventure.
2: Nice. Yeah. So what's what was for you doing all that? What was your most memorable moment of that of that experience? Uh <laughs> Um, was it the altitude
1: sickness?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's certainly up there. That's, that's what I was going to talk about too. Yeah, I mean, I got that, and then so I tried to find a spot that was lower. And um, I was riding with Matthew Greenfield, who's, you know, another great photographer. Um, and he was going more for the higher up areas. And I said, hey, dr- drop me off here and there, Elk Park. And so he dropped me off there. And that's another thing. There's like, you'd think Pikes Peak Hill Climb would have like streetlights or anything. They don't have anything like that. You're in the dark and there could be, who knows, cougars or whatever rolling around. So I was up there and it was too windy and cold. I was like, you know what, I'm going to step down the Glen Cove and, you know, because I know there's buildings down there and it could block out the wind and stuff. So I did that and you're just walking down this road and it's pitch dark. <laughs> so, I mean, that was kind of interesting. But, I mean, once you get more into daylight and stuff, it's, you know, it's just really beautiful up there. You know?
1: Did you get some good uh sunrise pics? Because I've seen some sunrise photos from Pikes Peak and the races and those are um, amazing. Yeah
0: yeah where I was mainly was i I was kind of where the trees was, so um I didn't really get i mean a whole lot of great stuff i mean i I got some you know cars in action you can see some trees kind of blurring in the background um I think my personal favorite was when you get there and you're going through like the pit areas where it's you know pitch dark, but some of the cars if you put your camera on a tripod. And it kind of has that cool night stuff going on, you know, they have the headlights on and stuff like that. And I think that was the coolest part, believe it or not. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, are you uh, planning to go next next year?
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to try and get there, and uh, I think Matthew Greenfield's going to try to get there, and hopefully, um, there's uh, some restrictions where uh, they have all the you know, a whole, whole lot of photographers in there. Hopefully there's enough room for me to get in. <laughs> hmm.
3: Nice. yeah That'd, that'd be awesome. Uh, if you're able to get in there. I mean, yeah. that would, that'd actually be pretty phenomenal. Cause it's obviously, um, does it work like pretty much once you get accepted, you kind of like are shortlisted or how does that work?
0: Um, so mainly, uh, you kind of um they they really i, th- I think they want to see your work kind of like a website kind of thing gotcha. and then they kind of decide and then you know as it gets closer and then they let you know and then it kind of goes from there okay cool yeah
3: awesome well i mean because i figure if you're already making it in the first place you know you're obviously not some you know random iphone photographer yeah you know? um so i figured that you'd already be on their radar if you did it once so
0: yeah, that, that's what I was kind of thinking too. But I mean, if they have like a whole bunch of photographers from like Roden Track or something, they might say, "Eh, you know what? We're gonna skip this guy." That's what I'm thinking. Makes sense. Yeah.
3: Okay,
1: quick break for a giveaway. Uh, this is from Elite Roofing with Randy Brothers. They he's giving away a some bags of coffee. So I'll start with one, but it's um, BlendedCoffeeRoasters.com. And uh, just a bag of um, roasted coffee. So the question is, it's a real easy question to look up if you don't know the answer. Too easy. But what year did Bandamere Speedway open? What year did Bandamere Speedway open? So we're looking for the first uh, first answer there on the comments section,
2: please. And in case we're curious, guess what I found? on the midget one. Uh, <laughs> midget one there it is I'm it in the uh, on the page hmm. oh yeah but again so what year did bandermere first open? everybody who's ever still listening who has not won a prize already <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we might be running out of uh, options
2: Yes, if we are, we're just gonna, you know, move these things on and we'll So if you uh, haven't
1: won and have a pulse, make sure you go ahead and comment.
3: (laughs) Yes. Google is encouraged at this point. (laughs) Yeah,
2: of course. But anyway, the midget one baby.
0: So does it still have the engine under the seat, I'm guessing?
2: I do say it does. I really do say it does. So I did find the midget one. So that's fantastic. That's great. (laughs)
0: Uh, so, you know what? It's some interesting cars like the Pol- uh, Polaris Slingshot and the PTM yes. Expo. Uh, yeah, those are pretty cool.
1: So my wife just messaged me on Facebook with the answer, and she got it right. <laughs> she already knows that she can't doesn't qualify because he's a member of the family and stuff. So. She's, She's probably gonna run around uh, run up, uh, up on the, slap me upside the her in about a minute or two. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so everybody good, just good good answer, Miriam, but like we, we can't can't take that. So
2: that's great. That yeah, is yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we have a lot of people listening right so anyway if you are listening and we're probably gonna you know roll some of these prizes over you know for the we
1: will we'll stuff stuff. We'll, we'll, figure
2: we'll, we'll figure out something podcast we'll yeah. we'll be giving away the rest of these prizes as we go on so yeah so that's really cool so so I let's go
1: ahead and uh probably wrap up i think we've been yes. going to from seven that's about an hour yeah it's about an
2: hour so we we
1: bored everybody so we should yeah we Uh, bored everybody uh, to death
2: yes excellent
1: really really enjoyed having you guys and gals with us on tonight it was kind of it was fun uh we wanted we wanted to do a little christmas giveaway because you know it's christmas in a couple days and uh our sponsors were gracious to allow us to to give us some gifts to do that so that was just awesome of them um john go ahead and take it
0: away and All right. Oh, well, as Steve said, thanks for listening to our podcast. We love your feedback. Um, Tell us what you like and what could be improved. Um, You can stay in touch with us and the local car scene by visiting our website, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, where you can also find these live streams as well as Facebook um, just by searching Colorado Cars and Coffee. Um, Well, it's time for us to grab our coffee and hit the road. That's it for us here from Colorado Cars and Coffee. See you down the road, everyone.
1: Thanks for joining us. Thank Thank
0: you.